With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brooks Nature has been serving the Brooks County community since 1974 and is the leading agent for the environmental conservation in Brooks County. My guests this morning on Roundtable are Becca Gregg, who is communications and grants specialist. Good morning, Becca. Morning, Joe. Thanks for having us. Uh, Tammy Shimp, who is the Vice President of Development and Community Relations. Hi, Tammy. Hello. And someone new here today who is uh, Jordan. Jordan, what's your last name? Hines. Hi, welcome. And Jordan Hines is fellow for the Watership Education of the Delaware River. Yes, of the Delaware <laughs> yeah. River. That's quite a title. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really glad you're here today because um, one of the things we're going to talk about is the watershed here in Brooks County. It's a very important okay. part of our environment, and I think that our community needs to be more aware. Before right. we do that, though, how are things going at the Nature Place? Oh, very good. Thank you. Yeah, we. Are building, as people may already know, a new education center, and it will also serve as our headquarters at Angelica Park. And the Nature Place construction is coming to a close, and uh, we will soon relocate. And mark your calendars for a grand ribbon-cutting party and celebration on September 20. And it's going to be an amazing place. I've I've been uh, over there a couple of times, you know, just to take walks and see how things are going. And it's a beautiful area, and I love what's what's being done with the trails and everything in the area. You built this for a reason. Uh, can you expand on that a little bit? Sure. We've really become involved with environmental education in recent, more recent years and also convening partnerships around some of our conservation projects, such as the trails in Greater Reading. You know, it's not unusual for us to pull together 25 people for a meeting to discuss big projects in Berks County. Um, and we needed bigger space, and our board looked into that for years, and for a lot of reasons, Angelica Park came to the top of the list for a relocation. But was but what is equally important as the space is the environment around our building. Uh, we're surrounded by trails. The Schuylkill River is next door. Um, the Schuylkill River Trail, the main branch of it, goes right near the facility, uh, we are just located in a beautiful habitat and trail system so we can demonstrate our work. So in addition to the trails, it's educational wetlands and habitats, and you also uh, are building an ADA-accessible area. And about the classroom space, this is just for children or? Oh, of course not. Anyone could come to our classrooms. Yes. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> offer educational programs for people of all ages we will rent the space to private individuals. We will work with partners like Albright and Alvernia and others to for them to utilize the space for their classes. So um, we have programs for preschool on up to adult education. And it's I think it's kind of our hope, too, that the Nature Place serves as like a clubhouse mm-hmm. for maybe some of our partners, different, you know, whether it be hiking, biking, 
birding, you know, any kind of those organizations that, you know, they can make a home for themselves at the nature place is a place where they can, you know, meet and it's friendly for everyone. And uh, you can find out about all of this at BerksNature.org. That's BerksNature.org. You can register, you know, for different classes or for different events that you have coming up. Speaking of which, how's the EcoCamp been going this year? It has been an insane year. Um, (laughs) We are just seeing more and more registrations every single day. I mean, even you know, closing it for the day on on Friday and we're getting them over the weekend to request to join on Monday. So it has just exploded this year. We've had a really great summer. You have two two weeks left. Yeah, we have two weeks left and we're definitely still accepting um, registrations. Mm -hmm. So the more the merrier. Okay, so the week uh, starting tomorrow, it's the Wild Things Camp. What's that about? Well, you can, um, there's, Angelica is unique because we have different habitats. There's the woodland and forest habitat. Mm -hmm upland meadow where you have like pollinators and wildflowers and things and then the wet areas the the stream corridor the wetlands and trails and all that good stuff so we go out and dig around and explore and learn about who lives in each one of those habitats and why it's different and and And, how they work together right well and we add on just super fun activities based on that theme each week okay so every day they're out in the garden uh, learning about sustainable ag agriculture um they're in the creek each week looking for critters um so we do crafts and games based upon the theme as well to make it interesting for children and then uh next week is the last week the 14th to the 18th of august that's the last week of eco camp and that's reduce reuse recycle and uh i was reading on the description on your webpage children are encouraged to bring recyclable items from home what would that be for (laughs) well for crafts and games so for example um you've probably all heard of making a bird feeder out of a an empty two liter bottle Um, so we try to get creative and let the kids use some of their creativity to take these items and make new things out of them so um, bird feeders we take boxes and, and play games with them and have some pretty neat stacking competitions and things. So we just really try to make it fun. And then um, we also have them make things out of natural products certain weeks as well. So you can make your own slime. You can actually make your own bouncy balls out of natural materials. What else do we make? Um, well, of course, from the from the garden area for, with a sustainable ag program, they make their own salsa and snacks each week too. That's great. Out of food that they've grown. Yes. Yeah. Jordan, what? Uh, how are you participating in these in the eco camp? I was actually at the camp yesterday, and we actually dissected owl pellets there. And there was just a bunch of different. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so owl pellets, and it's just we found skulls, bones, and them, and the kids just loved it. It was a great time. Wow, yeah. that's really great. So what kind of skulls and bones and what were the kids doing with them? Mainly just mice ones. And they actually put them in a baggie to take home, show their parents and just have a reward, <laughs> honestly, for it. It was really fun. All right. So that brings me back to the nature place because one of the great features about it is going to be uh, the dirty classroom. Can we talk about that? Sure. We actually have two classrooms mm-hmm. um, now that are designated as our like field trip get dirty hands-on areas. So um, they are facing the wetlands. So they're just, it has a big, beautiful porch. 
And the doors to these classrooms actually open, like the whole wall opens up. So it's almost like a, you're in the outdoors, basically. It's it's really cool. And they'll have the ability to run out to the wetland or creek and bring in water samples, for example, and test things right there in the classroom or make their own projects or go out on like a scavenger hunt and bring bring back the items into the classroom right there. So we'll be able to do a lot of things in that space. And is that in conjunction with the nature play zone that you have? That's separate. Um, well, back to the classrooms, we envision buses of field trip. You know, our dream would be to have a different school come visit us for a field trip every day. I mean, we have the ability, we will have the ability to host regular field trips and um, it's a great destination. And then school districts right here in Berks don't have to go that far. Um, the nature play zone is a different feature along the trail just outside the building that is like a playground without playground equipment. It's it's a safe space to help reconnect children to nature with natural items and unstructured play. So you might build a fort out of sticks or bamboo. Uh, you might sit in the giant bird's nest. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, there's a 12-foot bird nest constructed in this zone. Um, there's a, a dry creek bed with a real water pump so they can actually – play in the water and watch how the the water would go through the creek. Um, There's huge trees and stumps and balance logs and, you know, no rules. We want the kids (laughs) to be challenged and play and connect with nature. And I'm I'm really looking forward to this grand opening. When is it again? September 20th. Two to four? Yeah. Two to four Mm o'clock. So really make time to get on over to the new place and uh, you can check it out online at berksnature.org and um, it's going to be exploration, education, conservation, all of the all of the things that um, the Berks County community probably doesn't realize that's going on around us on a daily, like every moment. Mm-hmm. You know, things that you might take for granted, you're going to learn a lot more about through Berks Nature and uh, and the new nature place, which is going to be great. Um, you also have a preschool planned. We do. We do. We uh, really believe there's a need and demand for um, quality preschool education and there are no, you know, the, the closest nature-based preschool to Berks County is in downtown Philly. Um, so we really believe it's a unique and important way to ch- teach children at a young age and get them out in nature uh, every day. So what is a nature preschool? It's, um, you know, good curriculum, standard curriculum for preschool-age children, but we're going to learn about math outside somewhere using, you know, natural products and things. So they have indoor time um, like you would in a traditional school, but most of the education happens out outside. It's not like you go to school and then you have, you're in school all day or you're in school for half the morning and you're doing crafts inside and maybe you get 15 minutes playing outside in, in a, a blacktop playground. It's not right. like that. No. Picture something completely different. Good. (laughs) And on a rainy day, you better wear rain boots and bring a jacket because we'll still be outside. And it's just water. 
Right. It's all exactly, it's yeah. just water. So. And for three-year-olds, it's a lot of fun. That's true. Very true. It still is. So, yeah. <laughs> so for any interested families out there, um, contact our office through the website, um, berksnature.org. We um, are starting preschool, regular weekly or- preschool activities okay. um, soon, and uh, we'll launch a full-time preschool in 2018. You're going to be like maxed out very quickly. I, I, I know you will. I want to go back to um, other things that you do as part of the Nature Place with the um, Interactive Organic Community Garden. Mm-hmm. So how is that going along? Really well. It's a huge, beautiful space with two, close to 30 individual garden plots. And so you have to Use your imagination here, but picture like a four by 10 foot garden plot times 30. And we have a composting area and a water supply area. And many of the plots are used for education. So that's where our little campers are every day right now, learning about agriculture. But we also share it with our local community members. So we have several families that utilize about a third of the plots right now so that they have access to healthy, fresh produce as well. And it's a model that we carry out with nine other community gardens in the city of Reading. Um, I know I've driven past several of them driving through the city, and it's it's not just that great that they're there. It's just like, oh, oh, that's so nice. I mean, you get that feeling, that just good feeling when you drive by one and go, that was unexpected and very nice. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's true. Oh, there's so many stories, wonderful stories that happen in those gardens. Such as? So, let's have one. Oh, well, <laughs> we naively started the program as like a, a greening, take an ugly vacant lot, and make it attractive again. Um, but that's not what the garden programs are about anymore. It's really about revitalizing individual communities. And the communities have really embraced them. So vandalism's not an issue. Um, so one of the stories is uh, there were there was a couple who was involved with the garden, a very young couple who, you know, uh, just fell in love with using the space. They ended up having their wedding there. And then they were so involved in the garden that they started getting the community to come in and use it on Saturday mornings with their children for arts and crafts and things. So you had this space that no one would go near. And now you have people convening there on weekends just to be together and hang out. It's much more than gardening. It's a community. And that's why you're calling it community garden, because it does bring people together. Good story. Thank you. Uh, if you've just joined us, I'm Joe Mercer. You're in uh, listening to Roundtable on uh, Y102 or Roomba. Uh, and my guests today are Becca Gregg, Communications and Grants Specialist, Tammy Shimp, who is the Vice President of Development and Community Relations, and Jordan Hines, who is the Fellow for the Watershed Education of the Delaware River. The Delaware River. <laughs> for- it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> <laughs> so I should just write that down. Um, and uh, this is Burke's Nature. 
Um, the biggest event that's coming up is the Nature Place is having its grand opening on September 20th from 2 to 4 p.m. So definitely make time to, that's the ribbon cutting and they're going to be, what, you can go on tours and are they guided tours mm-hmm. as well and of the new structure and all of the grounds and all of the exciting things that are going on around um around the area and uh, you can go to burksnature.org for all of the information as well as directions there's a map there's a photo of the new building which is gorgeous it just it's it's not it's not a building that you look at the building first it really blends in to the surrounding area i think you know just my two cents but you really chose a beautiful design that really fits well, in and doesn't there the um, the building itself is used to reclaim materials Oh, wow. It's a green building. Wow. Um, so when we take you on the guided tours, when you come visit us, you'll see uh, 30 to 40 features inside and outside of the building that demonstrate green sustainable practices that we're hoping inspire people to make changes at home. Um, but go ahead. The wood, for example, mm-hmm. on the outside of the building, it's gorgeous and it's made from reclaimed wood from mushroom houses in Chester County, is mm-hmm. it? So super neat. Wow. And the stone um, on the old boathouse, which is now the preschool, is from, I believe, farmhouses all across the Northeast. The stone is reclaimed from yeah, regional, but regional farmhouses. Right. So exciting. Yeah. And I'm glad that you're pointing that out because, again, most people would just walk past it and and go, you know, oh, it's a building. But when you find out how much effort was put into this to make it green, that's that's extraordinary. And so many little things, too, even just the glass. So much consideration went into the glass so that, you know, birds won't be able to strike it or are so much less likely to. So just lots of little things like that that a lot of thought were put into. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not ostentatious. Have you ever been through a town and you're like, look at all these beautiful old homes. And then there's this brand new thing that just sticks out like a sore thumb. Exactly. Yes. And you definitely did not do that here. <laughs> I love architecture and what you've done is amazing. Well, thanks, Joe. Yeah. So the building's going to have two conference rooms, the outdoor classroom. Um, your capital campaign has almost been, you've almost reached it. Uh, but you could always use more. And how do you want people to help with that? Sure. Well, we've almost su- successfully raised $4 million um, for the whole project and um, certainly can always <laughs> always welcome more donations for people that are excited. There's opportunities to have your name recognized inside the building or out. Um, and there's just different ways we could meet. You know, if someone's really excited, for example, about teaching people about fish, you know, we can work on some kind of program that that does just that for children throughout the year and things like that. So we're really trying to work with local residents and businesses to raise funds for now we have the building, help us run some really cool programs. So donations are always welcome um, at the Nature Place. And memberships help too? They sure do. Uh, we are a private nonprofit, so uh, we survive on memberships, donations, and grants um, to run our organization. Um, so people can sign up to be members, and that gives you a lot of benefits over at the Nature Place. Yeah, there will be discounts to EcoCamp, 
you know, significant discounts to a lot of our programs, discounts on store merchandise, since we will have a little gift shop in the lobby of the Nature Place with some cool stuff that we've been choosing over the past few weeks. Is this one of them that I'm wearing? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for the shirt, by the way. (laughs) And we will have um, our public ribbon cutting grand opening on September 20th, but the night before, it'll be a members-only kind of exclusive little preview night. So anybody who becomes a member by September 1st will get an invitation to this private event where you'll be the first to to be inside the building. And you literally will be the first because we're having events in August and nobody's allowed in the building. So (laughs) September 19th will be the exclusive night. Very exciting. And again, you can do all of that at brooksnature.org. You have some other events coming up. uh, The Solar Eclipse Party is that's on August 21st and that's from noon to 3 p.m. And that's that's free, but you do need to register, yes. correct? Uh, so everybody you know. who comes will get a pair of glasses to look at the eclipse and we do need to know how many glasses to have. <laughs> so if you could register, that'll help us out a ton. All right. And then you also have something coming up. Um, this is earlier than that, August 11th, uh, a teacher's program. It's Introduction to NASA's GLOBE program. And this is at a significant discount from the national uh, price. Can you speak to that? Sure. We we are the Northeast regional partner for the NASA's GLOBE program. And uh, so we are in charge of communicating and running programs for people all over the Northeast. We have people from Connecticut, New York, Jersey come to Berks County for these trainings, which is really important. And GLOBE is... Um, a really great way that NASA has designed to gather input from um, with teachers and their students or from citizen scientists. So you could become GLOBE trained and input data to GLOBE or to NASA through the GLOBE program. Um, and it measures things related to climate change, related to the environment um, and weather and um, we offer training, which is what you're referring to on, in August, um, for teachers. So the teacher goes through our training. They become certified. They can take it into their classroom and teach all their kiddos this year how to gather this data and, and input it. And what's great about GLOBE is it's it's actually used. Like NASA and others use the data. Um, so So often we see volunteers spend so much time collecting water quality samples or, you know, doing volunteer work. And then the the results aren't necessarily used. It sits on a shelf somewhere. Mm. Um, But with Globe, it's anyone from the world, it's an international program, can access your data as soon as it's uploaded and, and learn from it. And it's things like, I'm looking at the list here, it's protocols for air temperature, clouds, water temperature, pH uh, levels, soil temperature, and the cloud elementary book. (laughs) Right. Yeah. You don't need to be a scientist. Anyone could learn this if they wanted to contribute to it and um, have access to the equipment and everything. So for all of that information, again, go to berksnature.org. While I was looking at your website uh, and some of the updates, I came across uh, something that I hadn't looked at before, and it has to do with the with the watersheds, which is why I'm very happy that Jordan happens to be here today. I'm glad you came along. Yes. Why don't you explain what a watershed actually is and how it impacts our local environment? Can you do that? Sure. A watershed is actually the land that passes through the water. 
So just say it rains and like there's a hill. So the water goes down the hill and it eventually goes into the sewer and then actually goes to the Schuylkill River, which we're a part of, which then drains to the Delaware. So we drink from the Delaware and it's just that we need to keep it clean. Honestly, that's what our that's what my goal is to educate. So what happens when we have like it's been rain, 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 and then it hits the ground. And what happens? I mean, talk about farmland. What happens with that? Well, there's actually a lot of chemicals. So just say there's a stream at the back of a farm. So we actually just we want there to be something to absorb the rain instead of just going straight to the creek or anything like that. So it's just all about finding something to absorb it, which we can do with plants and different things like that. Okay. And animals, same thing with animals? Yeah, basically. Um, same concept, yes. So basically, whatever is on the ground, it it affects yes. everything that we do. We, we bathe in our water, we drink our water, we clean things, and then all of it get, runs off into the Delaware, which exactly. is, so it's very important. Uh, the watershed's very important. What can yeah. you, what can someone as a homeowner, just not a farmer or what as a homeowner, what can I do to help improve conditions with the watershed? Actually, there's a lot of things. So just as simply as picking up after your dog uses the bathroom outside or just not cutting your grass too low, all things like that just contribute to the bigger cause. Reduce the amount of fertilizers you put on your lawn. Yeah. Okay. What? Uh, and, and one thing actually that I learned on Monday um, from some people was, I guess a lot of times, you know, if you do have somebody coming to work on your lawn and putting, you know, stuff like that, they do it kind of on a schedule. So even if it's going to rain, then they'll come and do it anyway. And, you know, that'll completely wash everything huh. back into, you know, so if it is going to rain and you do have something like that scheduled for your yard or your garden, and you might want to put it off until it's not going to rain. I'm curious, why did you say about uh, not cutting your grass too low? Oh, yes, because the grass actually just absorbs the rain. And if it's cut too low, there's nothing to absorb it. So it just goes straight into the street, into another stream and something like that. I would not have thought of that. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm here for, just to educate people on the just the small things, really. Jordan, the most what's the most important thing you want to say to our listeners? Just be conscious about what you're doing because the world, we only have one and we should just all take care of it. The main big issue, we're trying to make the Delaware fishable, drinkable and swimmable. And that's what I'm trying to do here. And there's a lot going on with that right now, isn't there? Um, Right here in Berks County, there's a lot of changes going on with with our our water system. We have um, a lot of private water companies and um, 42% of us in Berks County get our water from a well. The rest of us rely on a company to provide that water to our home or school. And, you know, changes in regulations can affect how the, those people supply us with our water. Uh, fortunately, in Berks, we have some really fantastic water companies to work with. So we partner with them all the time. Um, when Jordan mentioned stormwater or runoff yeah. when it rains, mm-hmm. that's called stormwater. And that's what you may have heard about, Joe. That's a that's a big issue right now where the state is forcing um, boroughs and town townships to make changes to help reduce this impact of stormwater. It's a really big deal, and there's a lot of money involved. Um, and it's important. So we're trying to help educate municipalities, residents, and, well, anyone Jordan sees on the street – um, to on little changes you can make because if we all make those little changes, it makes a big difference in uh, the water. You were talking about ambassadors. 
What is that? Brooks Nature Ambassadors are our trained group of volunteers who are kind of an extension of our family. Um, you know, they go through a pretty extensive training, you know, schedule. Um, and after that, they can go to our events on behalf of us and just do lots of really cool things to give back and, and obviously help us out at the same time. What's the most important part of conservation here in Brooks County as far as each of you is concerned? What do you think needs to be addressed the most? Tammy? Oh, can I, must I pick one? No, not <laughs> at all. I think land use and education are the most critical things that we can help address um, mm-hmm. because they don't make more land. That sounded Pennsylvania Dutchy. We need to protect places that are worthy of protecting and make sure that they're that way for future generations. And how do you do that? You come to Burke's Nature. Okay. We work with private landowners um, of anything. It could be a farm. It could be woods. It could be a wetland. If you, if Joe owned 100 acres of woods and you wanted to make sure that your 100 acres are always there, even after you leave this world... We can achieve that through something called a conservation easement. So it doesn't matter who the future owner of that property is. Joe's Woods will always be Joe's Woods. You could sell it to a stranger. You could pass it along to a family, children. Uh, You could give it to your neighbor. It doesn't matter. We are the organization responsible for making sure that your woods are always protected. And by law, they will be. So I would have to agree with Tammy. And also, you know, I think just... People get so caught up in their day-to-day lives that they need to be more conscious of the little changes that they can make, you know, many of which Jordan had mentioned. And Jordan? I think education is the biggest thing. I feel like you can tell someone to do something for so long, but if they don't understand why they have to do it or how it's going to benefit them, they're not going to do it. So that's what I'm here to do, just educate. I do urge you to visit their website. It's berksnature.org. And one of the most important documents that I read was the state of the environment. It's very informative. If you're a gardener like I am, then you know we here we're in zone six. And there's information in, in that statement that indicates our trees that we're used to may not they're going to be dying because the climate is changing we might not be zone six forever so go to berksnature.org and read the state of the environment document it's very informative tammy becca jordan i'm really glad that you were able to come in today thank you for being on my table thank you for having us thank you with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.